What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? All right, we are here for episode number nine. Super excited. What's Good Podcast. We got your girl, Becky the Poet in the building. That's me, y'all. The Yellow Power Ranger, Kill Bill Look Yourself. Shout out to Trini, y'all. I hope that's her name. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> all right, so we're here. What's Good Podcast brings you all the entrepreneurs, the brightest out here. And we also got the best artists out here as well from Dallas. They're here to tell you about their platform and how they made it to where they are. And also what resources they can share with you guys to help you get started with your dreams. And so what I do, I like to start off with an icebreaker. Your icebreaker would be, would you rather watch TV or listen to music? I would rather watch TV. I'm one of those homebody peoples, and I love cartoons. Mm-hmm. So Scooby Doo was my stuff. For sure. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog was not. Nickelodeon Rugrats, like those '90s cartoons, mm-hmm. you know. Um, let's see. I don't remember what else was on Cartoon Network. Cause I know a lot of things on Cartoon Network I couldn't watch, like Adult Swim and stuff. Yeah, I never was able to watch Adult Swim. I don't know why. I was just always watching either Scooby Doo. Powerpuff Girls. And- oh, yeah. Powerpuff Girls, yeah. And then I watch Grey's Anatomy, and I I don't want them to stop. They make me cry. <laughs> I cry every episode. Because it's so deep. They be giving me some real life stuff, y'all. They really do. <laughs> All right, I got a second one for you. Would you be invisible or be able to read minds? I'd rather be invisible because I already think in my head, I already know how people think of me when I see them, like my facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Just about like, you know, like when you, when they do like small, like whispers, I feel like they like, I don't know. I have it in my head that like, people like be like be judging me or talking about me a lot. No, you can't think so, like, so like when I see, when I see people like, like look at me and they're whispering, I'm like, girl, they're talking about me. They're already talking about me. But sometimes they're not. So I'd rather not read minds because if I do that, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like think the way you think. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be like, uh, uh, but I'd rather be invisible. Gotcha. What would you do then? I would read minds because for one, I'm nosy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real nosy. I like to figure out what's going on with people, get in their heads. And I think that's why I got this podcast because I want to know so much about other people. You got it? Y'all, she is struggling trying to get this water bottle open. <laughs> It's those Asian things. You push the marble down. She was for her face and all. Okay. So, um, we're going to go ahead and get into our interview, Genuine Conversation. That's what I like the vibe to be. So, you talked about it a little bit. Um, about you, how you go places, and you want to be invisible. But to me, you're so connected. Oh, yeah. You saw that last night. You are so cute. When I say last night, everybody was like, Becky the Poet, Becky the Poet. How are you so connected in Dallas? Honestly, it's because I, I think because I support a lot of people. Really like, I go to their events. I shout them out on Instagram whenever I can. I try to buy their, buy their product whenever I can. And whenever, whenever I see somebody again, I always say hi to them. Whether I know their name, but I know their face. Like, yo, I've seen you somewhere before. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're Becky, blah, blah, So, like, when I see people one time, it's not just one time I'm going to see you again. I know I'm going to see you again. So, I make sure that if I see you, I say hi to you. Because I feel like, what's the point of me, like, seeing you once and never talking to you again, but seeing you, like, 
just seeing your face and just be like, sup? Like, that's dumb. Like, I want to have general, genuine conversation. I want to kind of, like, leave off where we left off the last time we talked. You know, how you been? How you doing? Because mm-hmm. um, just be genuine. And <laughs> I feel like supporting people in Dallas is, like, the main thing. Like, I go to everybody's events where I try to. Mm-hmm. I try to, like, talk to everybody, um, especially, like, on social media. Social media is the greatest way to connect with people. Like, people post stuff all the time. I'm like, yo, you good? Do you need help with anything? Like, I extend my hand out to them without them having to ask for anybody else because that's just how it should be. I agree. And I can attest. She is somebody that really will reach out to you. Hey, I know you're upcoming. What do you need? Because when I started this podcast, she definitely reached out. So that's why I'm so happy to have her here today. I want to know what started you to do poetry. Like, what made you choose that lane? Um, I think it was just like, see, the rapping, the rapping career wasn't working. So you was going to be a rapper. I, I wanted to. I wanted to. What's I, I, because I used to listen to like underground music, like Red Deuce mm-hmm. back with YG. Was it y, like YG now? Right. Um, Ty Dolla Sign back when he wasn't like Ty Dolla Sign yet. And so like, um, I was really into with the music world. And, like, I ran into, like, Wale, and I ran into Currency, like, all those, like, kind of, like, smooth people. And also, like, I ran into, like, Houston rappers. Yeah. And so I, like, uh, I like the Bumby. I like the, like, UGK. I like the, like, Slim Thug. Like, all that. I'm not, like, Slim Thug, not from Houston, but he has that Houston dialect. Like, he puts those two together. He um, But um, I listened to those music, and I want to be a rapper. And then I tried it. I was like, Man, my voice sucks. And I can't, like, I don't, like, have, like, specific, like, street life stories to, like, talk about. So I was like, nah, I can't be a rapper. And then so um, I just started writing my emotions out. And I was like, man, something has to, like, something has to be done with these words that I put on paper, you know. So um, lucky for YouTube, I ran into um, a couple of poets. And Wale used to call himself poetic. And I didn't really understand what that really meant in middle school. Mm -hmm. But got older and I was like, yo. Cause I, I never claimed I was a poet until I walked into college. Really? Right. Okay. I yeah. Cause uh, I never accepted it. Cause I just thought like, nah. I kind of write. I write stuff. I don't write poetry. Right. Because when I want to go to these open mics, these poets who were spitting on the mic, they were spitting some stuff that I didn't like. I, I felt like I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say the same thing. So it was just really dope to I guess finally claim claim it and be like, yeah, I write poetry. Cause now now when I do it, I feel like I. I am a poet. I feel like I I say real stuff. I speak with it. and I have a rhythm to it. It's like dancing with words. Nice. I like that analogy. And so what is your focus when you do your poetry? Because I know you mentioned, you know, you hear people talk about street and stuff like that. And that's not really your lane. Right. So why do you, what you choose to be your lane and why do you choose it? So I talk about my personal life. Um, Honestly, if you really talk to me, I'm really like an open book. So I, I allow myself to express how I feel to get in touch with people because sometimes I feel like in this world it's, it's frowned upon. Mm -hmm. It's frowned upon to the point where like, oh, we aren't supposed to be sad or we aren't supposed to do this. But at the end of the day, if you really think about it, like we're human beings. So we have to except how that we have emotions Mm -hmm. and so i speak about to share how i feel because sometimes people be like man like that was dope because we don't express how we feel on instagram we thugs we don't have emotions we numb to everything fuck all the bullshit right right so 
That's how that's how we are. Oh, can we cuss on your thing? Yes. Okay. Long. The only thing I have as far as a request is for you not to put B I T C H S and women in the same sentence. Mm. Okay. I agree because sometimes <laughs> my homeboy be talking some crazy stuff. I be like, mm, this is why this is why where you this is why you are where you are right now. <laughs> you gotta be mindful because that's so disrespectful. Mm-mm. But other than that, you can do you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But do you have? Is there a specific genres in poetry like it is with music? Um, see, so I'm not that formal type poet. People, they have the limericks, they have the sonnet, they have the ball- the ballads or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the, like the formal stuff. And some people write about the politics, the romantic stuff, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But I think I just pick whatever, like, I, I feel like that free verse type stuff. So whatever I feel at that moment of time is just what I like, what I'll write about. So I know yeah. you did, I've seen you twice now performing. You mentioned, oh, snap, I freestyled this and I freestyled that. I'm like, girl. Oh, oh, freestyling. That, that's, that's new. That's really? new. Um, for, when did you start freestyling? Um, uh, hey, uh, I, I was in my car driving and I was trying to write poems. Um, and so I was like, okay, bro, like. I'm going to, like, do some random poems, and that's how my poems kind of come about. Like, if I do it repetitionally, I'll memorize it to, like, write it next time, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I started just doing stuff in the car, and my best poems were in my car. And I was like, gosh, I can't, like, write this down. I can't do nothing. Right. And then um, I started, like, I listened to beats. So I listened to, like, ambiance beats. Shout out to Major League Beats. He has, like, a lot of spoken word instrumentals on there. So I just listened to that. And I just started flowing with the beat. Like, I I have to keep a time because I talk too fast sometimes because yeah. I get nervous. So I use that as timing. And so when I was doing that, I started to realize, I was like, yo, I can freestyle. But then when, when I announced to the crowd that I was freestyling, it turned out that I, like, would get scared and I would mess up. So now for my first, my snap of uh, my potiversary is when the first time I actually freestyled a legit poem. Nice. Like, like that poem about a particular family member, I I freestyled that, mm-hmm. and then even at the event at, for the Culture Studios, I was talking about. I kept saying sometimes, sometimes, and then um, before I, I came to the event, and then I just like let it flow. Nice. Like and it's good to like actually feel my emotions, which is what I struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I don't allow myself to actually feel a certain way, so. That was real, like. So when you do your freestyle, is it dependent on the environment and the audience, and then that's how you choose right. what you're gonna say, or is it dependent on, like, how do you choose to what what to freestyle, or you just come out straight out the dome? Um, I literally pick how I feel that week, and then afterwards I kind of like test that like look at the crowd see how it feels because like even for the culture students i told you like at that moment i felt like i was gonna cry yeah when i was talking about like family members and i was like oh no like i have to like backtrack it to make it positive so i had to like figure out something how to do it you know right so it was just one of those things of like feeling out the crowd understanding my emotions sometimes can be really dark mm-hmm. so yeah okay Right, so when you do your reciting, how do you, what's your strategy to memorizing your poetry? Mm, Lots of repetition. Repetition after repetition after repetition. Like, 
I didn't learn this till now. Mm-hmm. Repetition is a big deal. Okay. Because with that, like, memorizing poems, people who do stuff from music videos, people who perform, like, do music and stuff, they, I'm pretty sure they have to listen to the song all the time because we have, you, you need to have different poems coming off performance. You can't just have one. You, you need to have ammo after ammo mm-hmm. unless you're really that good. You can just freestyle the whole, like, whatever you want. Right. But it's, like, one of those things, like, you want to be able to do that again. Do you sit down and practice with family members? No, I do it by myself. In the mirror, in my car. Um, I'll be d- driving dangerous, reading my poems, trying to memorize it. <laughs> All right, not bad. So when you did your first performance, how did you feel? Did you know? Did people come to you and was like, hey, you did awesome? Or was it just like a, let me get away and just take this all in? How did you feel when you first did your performance? Everybody was supportive. Mm-hmm. Everybody was supportive. Uh, I think that's just the environment of being in the poetry world. Everybody's really supportive of you or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Because there's it's like a no-judge zone. You know, I'm not I'm not a better poet than you are. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's one of those things like we have to respect each other, grow with each other because poetry can be very competitive. Yeah. People get money with poetry. Really? Uh-huh. And so it's just one of those things like I feel like if we grow together, it's fine. So my first performance, everybody was supportive. It was a small open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helped a lot because big stages run into, like, literally crickets. I've heard crickets before. Really? But there's always that one person who's afraid to clap and hit you up after, like, yo, I felt that all the time. Good. So when did you know that poetry was for you? I'm going to start reciting more. I'm not going to just write it down. I'm going to get in front of people because I know people need to listen to my, what you call it, my poetry. Mm -hmm. People need to listen to my poetry and people need to hear what I got going on. When did you know? Um, I think I knew that when, um, what, when I would have conversation with my friends, Mm -hmm. they'll be like, man, like Becky, we have deep conversations. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Like we do. And so I felt like a lot of times conversations that I have with people, like the people should hear this because I feel like I repeat the same conversation I have with other people, Mm. you know? So I'm always like, yo, I just talked to so-and-so, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I'm just spitting the same gems I drop from one person to another, you know? And you do got a lot of gems. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I use poetry as a message. Um, I've always wanted to put my poetry out there. Like I said, when I was in middle school, high school, I was rapping on, like trying to do some raps on YouTube. I was trying to vlog on YouTube. And I realized video wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do video. So what better way to hit on stage or actually talk to people? I like to talk to people in general. Right. So why not use my poem to have conversations with them and just kind of like not pick their brain, but mentally like help them sort things out sometimes. Nice. I like it. Okay. So with you being so connected, I feel like you get gigs continuously. You're always booked. I always laugh with Becky. I call her booked and busy Becky. Mm-mm. Calendars booked, everything. So, how do you stay booked? Um, honestly, it's a lot of like me letting my hand out. So, let's say Brianna had an event. I DM you if you see if I see you post it. I DM you, hey, do you need help? Do you need help in hand? So, like, do you need some performers? You know, do I, and I and literally. Literally, I don't try for any any of these gems that I be dropping, you guys. So if you talk to me, you better ask the right question because I might just slip you the answer. Because at the end of the day, like, 
I stay booked by allowing myself to help people. Yeah. I stay booked by allowing myself, like, hey, do you need a performer? Mm-hmm. You know? I stay booked because people see me everywhere. They know I'm genuine. They know I'm willing to reach out and help. They know that um, some of my stuff is good. I'll tell you that. I give props to myself. And you just keep doing it. Okay. Keep putting yourself out there. And you know that meme that goes around? If no one likes your, likes your pictures, no one comments, still promote yourself. And that's one thing that I always do. Like, I don't care for the fancy Instagram photos. I do what I can. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, yes, Becky wants to hop behind the camera. Becky wants to be a model. Becky wants to do this. But at the end of the day, like, um, hey, you do what you got to do. You know, so I don't worry about social media, like stuff like that. I do what I have to do. I rock with it. I stress about it. But sometimes it's like, all right. Do what you got to do. Put your shit out there. Somebody's going to hear it. Someone's going to like it. Mm-hmm. And if you genuine, Becky, if you, if you yourself 100%, someone's going to hit you up. Nice. Okay. So with you being so busy, how do you keep time to be with your family, keep a social life, and balance it? What is your strategy with that? So um, I live with my cousin. So family thing on my, on my on that side, like that's already locked in every weekend. Like tonight we doing something we play having a game night my mama i call her every day and ever since i was a young girl uh, my mom would always get mad at me because i didn't call her every day mm-hmm. but i live in my my parents were divorced so like you know when i'm having fun with my dad sometimes when i was younger i would forget to call my mom but then like as i got older my mom would kind of get on me like why are you call me today why you ain't do this today blah blah and so, like, it would make me depressed because that stuff, like, my mom be on my back about that. Like, ugh. So, I, I, as I got older and I moved out the house, I learned, I, this is going to be deep. I saw my mom get older faster. Mm-hmm. So, like, I saw how tired she was when I would see her for lunch. I, I, I saw, like, more, uh, like, more wrinkles here and there, you know? Oh, wow. And I would see her, like, move slower. So... Um, my mom is my priority. So whenever I have a free time, um, I try to always put her first. And they may, that may not always be the case. I'll, t- I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not the best family person because my family is so big mm-hmm. that I literally, when, I, when I'm out of events, hanging out with everybody, that's how I am with my family. I try to hang out with everybody. I try to support my family's business. I try to hang out with my dad's side. I try to hang out with my mom's side. But I have such a big family. Becky can't be everywhere. Right. Becky cannot. And so um, the main person I, like, want to be there for every day for is my mother. Mm-hmm. Because in a day, like, without a lot of things, I wouldn't be where I am today. So it's all about balance. I literally have to schedule my mother in sometimes. It's so bad. You got to do what you got to do. But, um seeing having google calendar and seeing free spaces Mm -hmm. and seeing where i'm busy allows me to know like okay next tuesday i could take my mom to texas tulips you know okay so it's like i always keep in mind like the nice things in life like the enjoyable stuff to spend time on my mom because when she dies she's not gonna be able to see it again right so it's best that you you spend as much time with her as you can exactly okay so, so I much. like this vibe, y'all. It is storming outside. It is, and it's so dark. Oh, but the vibe in here is so much better than what's going on outside. Make do what you got. <laughs> Gotta keep this thing going. All right, so I want to talk about your highs and your lows. Let's start with your highs. Ooh. Since you've been a poet, what is 
a couple of highs, you know, boost yourself at this moment, you know, that you made it happen. You're like, dang, I can't believe this happened to me. So um, my highs are me throwing events and having a great turnout every time. And I give props to the poets that I put on. Mm -hmm. I give props to my team for helping me. I give props to my promotion on Instagram and like honestly making connections with people. And I'll tell you guys one thing. It don't hurt to tell people to put your flyer on. They might they may not even go to your event, but just be like, hey, yo, can you promote my flyer? Can you just post in your story? Mm-hmm. Like those helped a lot with my events. And I give props my part of Versi, I estimated 100 people to come. Oh, right. Girl. Oh, 150. Nice. So I, I, I know like some people go, like, oh, that's 150. But hey, that's a big accomplishment for me to get people to listen, to watch and pay attention to these poets. Mm-hmm. So that was that's I would say that was that was my high. I still haven't got sponsorships. When I get sponsorships and like I don't have to pay for my hosting websites and stuff, that's when I'll be like, hell yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do these events, how do you, do you have a team that helps you or you do everything by yourself? Oh, when I say team, girl, I'll be picking and pulling people from random places. <laughs> uh, most of the time it's me. Um, I do have my friend Kira help me. Okay. She helps me a lot. She helps me keep the organization going. She helps me plan where things need to go. Um, I do have a photographer, Gary. Uh, but some like, you know, uh, Gary, uh, as a photographer, he literally just shows up to the event. Mm-hmm. But he does help me like with the business side of things, like figure out what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I have a team of people I reach out to like Akira, Gary, and that's pretty much it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have a lot of friends that they always reach their hand out. And so I'm like, yeah, I do need your help, yeah. you know? So I'm just thankful to have those friends, but I don't have a team team, mm-hmm. you know, right now I'm trying to build a team, you know, but one thing is like, I always tell people who try to hop on, like I have trust issues. Yeah. Like you, you gotta like show me, you gotta show me you can do for yourself and you can do for me at the same time because right. I do for myself and I do for a lot of people at the same time. So if you can show me you can do the same, then I ain't got to worry about you. You can hop on the team any day. But, yeah, I just need you to make it a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. I do want to point out, though, how you're so supportive. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's why your events go so well mm-hmm. because you put that energy out there and what you put out there is what you receive. Right. And so I really do feel that's why, you know, when we went to that event last night, back in the pod, back in the pod, because you put that energy out there. Right. So when you get on stage or when you have your events or whatever the case may be, the support is going to come back right. tenfold. I even told people, I mean, I'll hop on the mic and I was like, man, y'all know I don't like attention over here. They over here screaming so loud. They so supportive, y'all. Talk you gotta about. be, because when I tell you, if anything I need, Becky be like, okay, what's up, Brie? What you need? Like, simple. And I'm like, okay, let me just be straight to it. Because <laughs> she is that person. All right, so let's talk about one of your low moments. Something that you was like, dang, is poetry really for me? Or should I even do events? Or Because you got a clothing line, too. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a merch line. But, girl, I want a clothing line. <laughs> I want one. All right, so let's talk about one of your lows. Well, you know, anything that you felt like it was a setback, but it was a major setback. To where you was like, should I even keep going? Doing events, doing poetry, doing your unspoken word podcast merch 
anything of that nature. Because she also has merch, you guys. She does all. She has everything. So, a couple of months ago, before my anniversary, I made a public announcement on Instagram that I wanted to uh, possibly quit the podcast at the beginning because. Uh, like I was, I was on Jonathan Jones. He asked me this question too in uh, his podcast, Speak Your Success. And I was telling them how I wanted to quit because, like, I, I think a part of it was fear mm-hmm. of like how successful it will get, or like, is it going to be that successful? Yeah. And then, um, I think just like being overwhelmed mm-hmm. with like how much it really costs. And how much time I had to put into it was just like, oh, God. And also at that moment in time, it was just like I was by myself, still by myself. Right. And um, I didn't have anybody to tell me that. I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have anybody tell me the downside to like this. Mm-hmm. They gave me the highlights of it. Yeah. And. That's why when I reach out to people and I tell and I give them help and advice, I'll tell you the downside first. Because yeah. I'm going to let you know right now, like, vlogging, YouTube, podcasting is not easy. But I always tell you how I overcame it because when I was about to quit, people reached out. And, and I, even I wrote this, I wrote a poem, I freestyled the poem last night about it, like how sometimes, like, my emotions, I feel like some people think that, it's not a real thing to feel mm-hmm. and how like Becky, why you publicly put this out there? It's not necessary. It's not supposed to be out there. Okay. So we're supposed to be at then. Right. I'll be, I'll I be talking to y'all. I'll be, I'll be telling y'all mm-hmm. what's going on in my life, but you, but you ignore it. So when I put it out to other people to talk to me, like, you know, and so crazy thing, my friend Corey, he's out there in California right now. Mm-hmm. He reached out to another podcaster, um, Jonathan Vasquez. He's part of Truth Hurts podcast. He had uh, called me on my lunch break. It was perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he don't even have a number. I don't have his number saved. So I was like, who is this? Right. And he was like, man, you know, it's Jonathan from Truth Hurts podcast. I was like, oh, okay, I know who you are. And I was like, the first thing, like, how you get my number? He's like, don't worry about that. You know, I just got connections, whatever, trying to be secretive and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, he pretty much kept me, like, gave me a reason to keep going. Because yeah. he tells, he like, I listen to some of your stuff. You have a platform for these poets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I feel it. Like, so I, like, and I, I felt that, like, connection, like, you, like, when something, when you touch people. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Like, I, I, I'll keep it going. So when I kept it going, um, like, it, it, you know, you got highs and lows. You got a roller coaster. I talk about roller coaster of life. So you got, you got the great, like, you at the highest point where everything's going great. But something tweaks and you just keep going downhill. And then when you hit the lowest part, you're like, bruh. So you have to, like, honestly go through it, push through it, and come back to the top again. Because at points in time, I'm like, man, I don't want to throw another event. Or, man, I don't want to write another poem. Or, man, I don't want to do this. Because I've had my high already. I've had my applause. But now like, you don't stop working. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to keep working. And it just it's just hard because it's like music and rapping. People who do music, they have the greatest hits. Sometimes the albums isn't the best. Yeah. And then they hear all this criticism. 
but then when they drop another album that's better that's like oh like it's their high you know so we go through roller coasters we go through emotional breakdowns and honestly um if it wasn't for my friends or people randomly reaching out friends even people on social media i call them my friends because i see them all the time and i think that's good that you talk to them because they feel like a friend exactly so um they help me keep on with my podcast so i appreciate that so with that being stated two things i know on your podcast you had like i don't know if it was a contest a raffle whatever the case may be you actually sat down with one of your listeners and had a whole lunch or dinner right how like how did that come about? So um, I do a lot of research on podcasting, and a lot of a lot of things is like you, people like should do giveaways, you mm-hmm. know, just to interact with your listeners or your followers or whatever, right? So I like tacos. People love tacos. I love tacos. So what better way to give do a giveaway for tacos? Mm-hmm. It's an easy giveaway. Uh, put a taco emoji underneath this right here because i want to show people that i'm serious like i'm going to give it back to you mm-hmm. you just have to take the offer when i put it out there because i mean in the future you guys you don't i haven't done this yet in the future at uh wolf nation studios i plan on playing paying for an hour of somebody's recording same thing i'll post it on instagram easy that's nice so i just want to reach out to y'all i just want y'all to know that i'm serious i'm trying to give back you know, trying to help everybody who's struggling mm-hmm. and hoping in hopes that good karma comes around and be like, all right, yo, like, Becky, you got it. I need it. I mean, you need it. I got it. Dope. Cool. And Wolf Nation is such a great studio. Shout out to Dennis, Kayla, and DJ So Focus. They are amazing. They help you guys out. For, so for you to do that, to give back, I think that's nice. I mean, I'm here with you guys. You know, I don't know when Nipsey... Um, did for the community a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But people right now are preaching community, helping that, giving that. And so that. right, so right now, why, why, why wait for a big loss f- to do that? Why, why don't y'all do that every day of your life? Coast uh, KG for Coast when he throws an event, he always gives back to a community. You know, so do that now. Don't worry about because um, Nipsey died. He he was trying to tell y'all when he was alive what what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know. So, hey, y'all need y'all need to be on it. Don't don't make uh don't make it a reason because someone had passed away. Do it right now because you want to do it. And be genuine behind it. Don't do it for the cloud chase. Don't do it because you want to be the person, you know, the topic of conversation. Oh, great! Do you believe that he did this or she did that? No, nah, just do it at a just being genuine. Hell yeah, so that's nice. The second thing I want to bring up is how do you get out of writer's block? I know everybody that either writes songs, do poetry, whatever the case may be. How do you get over that? I um, I walk. I do walks a lot. Try to exercise my mind. And honestly, it's about what my uh, friend Davion says is uh, relieving the tension that you have. So my muscles are tight. I can feel it. So I just have to. I just literally have to relax. Mm-hmm. Take a breather. And then get back to it. If I can't do it that night, I'll come back the next day and do it. Ain't no point to stress about it that moment in time. It's like writing a paper. You can't force yourself to write a paper. Right. So, hey, why force yourself to write something? Battery's low. So, look, <laughs> let me pause it. Back at it like a crack at it. <laughs> All right, so um, this part is my favorite. Mm. This is where I ask you... 
what type of free advice did you receive, either from people supporting you or, you know, somebody that's been in poetry for years? What's something free that somebody gave you that put you to the next level in your business? Ooh. It could be classes. It could be anything. But something that didn't cost you a dime. Honestly, you guys, I've said this this whole time. Conversations ain't cost me a dime. Just talking to people, mm-hmm. sharing my idea of what I wanted to do, and boom. Like, that's what happened. Like, literally, literally, if you talk to Kayla from Wolf Nation, this is what happened. I was like, Kayla, I love y'all podcast. The time they had the Motive podcast. I was like, I love y'all podcast. We were talking to her, and she's like, um, on your Instagram, shared exchanges, randomly out of nowhere. Uh, Wolf Nation hit me up met with me boom i was in there like swimwear and if it wasn't for like just that conversation Mm -hmm. and me just putting myself out there like yo i'm a poet how do i start a podcast i want to do what y'all doing i love y'all stuff if it wasn't for that i would never have got them to reach out to me better yet probably even like even talk to them again because um I don't like. I didn't really know what, what was gonna happen after that, you know. So I was hoping that just, they would just keep creating events, and so I just keep going to their events. But they reached out to me, and I was like, "Okay, yo, what's up, Wolf Nation?" And so yeah, yeah. So, what's one for your advice that you can give to the next boy or somebody that wants to host events? Or whatever the case may be, what can you give to that next person that's listening right now? You know what? If y'all didn't listen to this whole podcast, I done gave a lot of free stuff right now, man. <laughs> right. I already already gave a lot of free stuff. Y'all should just listen. Literally gave you step by step of how to do something. Literally. But to, <laughs> but I'll give you one more. Free charge. Free charge. Okay. Um, I would say if you have a plan, write it out. And execute it. When I say execute it, take the first step to whatever it is. If you're going to do a YouTube vlog and the first thing you need is a camera, boom, cell phone. Why invest into something expensive when you're not there yet? Mm-hmm. Because a lot, of, a, lot of what we, a lot of what we do is start and not finish. So what you have to do is make sure you can start it. Do it for a month. And like, okay, yo, my phone, I've... I've like learned how to use it. I know it left and right. I know how to use iMovie left and right. Boom. I can invest into something else. Don't invest right away. Because people spend buku money on equipment Not even and don't even need it. And at the same time, they don't even finish what they start. They don't even continue it. So don't like invest. If you have a phone, use it. Um, podcasting, there's like lots of mics now that companies are making that hook straight up into your phone. You know, GarageBand, boom. It's free. That's how I edit my stuff. To be real with you guys, Audacity, if you got uh, Windows. So, whoa. So, <laughs> so use what you got. Don't worry about this $600 camera. Don't worry about um, this $400 mixer, you know. Use the resources you got. And one thing is, to podcasting. You know, I always tell people this. The people at Wolf Nation Studios, yeah. I'll be real with you guys. You can't top them for their work. My, so my intro, um, my cover art, my designs for my merch, it's all them. So, and at the end of the day, if you have a vision and you can't do it because you don't have the equipment to do so, just go to them for a little bit. You know, do like pick up your 10 episodes with them and then bring in the sponsorships. Then you're good. You know what I'm saying? I agree. My intro, my outro, all what y'all see, 
This is definitely Wolf Nation. So shout out to them for real. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk about what's upcoming for Becky. What's going on with you? Okay. Now I can finally talk about it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Snap 3.0. It's happening on 420. When is this releasing? Oh, snap. It won't be until afterwards. All right. So um, you ain't go to Snap 3.0. You missed out. You ain't go to anything else. You missed out. Um, but in the future, future, I want to host a poetry fest. I want to do like a poetry art fest. I know that Deep Ellum has an art fest already, mm-hmm. but I want something just focused like around poetry. Yeah. So we'll figure something out, y'all. How about with the merch? How about with the podcast? Oh, merch. Uh, podcast going to keep going. Um, I'm expanding to entrepreneur stylists and all that. So um, you can reach out. It does take me a little bit more time to reach back because I am by myself. And I am doing my scheduling stuff by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my merch, always coming out with my merch. What I'm working on is having, like, maybe, like, a fall, winter line, you know. So, like, the hoodies and stuff. But, a, like, a different design. I'm going to revamp my logo a little bit. Okay. And um, honestly, um, I might even start uh, creating workshops for like the community of like how to start a podcast or steps of like uh, poetry writing because I'm teaming up with four poets only, Lauren and Erica from Mosaic Mosaic Soul Inc. So working. It don't stop. Never, (laughs) never. So where can they find your podcast? Let's talk about the title first, where they can find it, and your website, and all that good stuff. So my podcast is called Unspoken Words Podcast. So when you type it in on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, you'll type in Unspoken Words Podcast because um, Unspoken Words was taken, so I had the podcast there. Plus, it lets everybody know it is a podcast. Um Everything, if you can't, if you don't have Spotify or that, you can go to BeckyThePoet.com. Everything's on there. My playlist is on there. SoundCloud, I'm still going to keep that up, but I don't know how long anymore. Um, and my merch and stuff, it's on my website. Most likely, I'm a better communicator on Instagram, to be real with you guys, and my email. So email me at UnspokenWordsPodcast at gmail.com and follow my uh, podcast page, UnspokenWordsPodcast. My personal page is in the bio, so if you want to po- follow that, I'm not going to promote that anymore because, honestly, I'll be having two Instagrams. It's just hard to communicate with business and having a good time in my life, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, Unspoken Words Podcast, hit me up on um, Instagram, website, Becky the Poet. Um, my Twitter is Unspoken Podcast because stupid Unspoken Words Podcast is taken. <laughs> Got it. So, when we first set this up, okay. you mentioned that you may recite some poetry. I may, I may. Are I we may. are or are we not? Are you ready? That's the question. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to recite some poems. So on the plus side, you guys, to only hear this poem, you can only listen to this poem. So if you don't, if you're not listening to the podcast, you won't hear it. So um, I'm about to read something, actually. Exclusive. So give me one second. All right, y'all. So. I'm about to read this piece to y'all. It's actually going to be part of my EP. But every time I say things are going to be part of something, I always take it out and rewrite it. God. My emotion comes in waves. And at first I was floating in water with my head above water. No life jacket for support. Treading for hours. But God sent a ship out for me. I didn't realize why at first. I thought after I jumped, I was set to die this way. My heart sank and I was getting tired. But I guess he had a plan for me. 
My belief for God had faded away after I lost ones due to health causes and society called it cancer, tore up a happy family and everything in between it. After a while, I lost faith. Church became a facade and illusion, but I surrounded myself around people who believed, believed that God brought relationships together. But I realized my relationships in the past were failures. So I prayed, wondering why he brought me here in a place where I felt like I didn't belong, where my family was getting smaller, where I lost friendships I didn't want to lose as I held on for dear life. Dear life was the exaggerating part. But I held on because they saved me, saved me from my own sanity, sanity from life itself until I realized God was weaving out the leeches that latched, stealing my own supply of life away from me. So before I could even give up, he was the answer to a few prayers, blessings that blessings, they called it. God showed up in many different ways, but God's name altered in many different ways, too. So part of my EP is going to I'm a I think. I always, when I tell you guys what I'm going to do my project, I always change it up because I don't want y'all to steal it. But <laughs> I was going to call my EP uh, self because I, this journey of figuring myself out and learning myself as an entrepreneur, business person, uh, as a podcaster, as a poet, as a human being, I've learned a lot about myself. And so um, what better way to talk about my journey of self, um, self-love and self-care and just self-everything by um just speaking about it to people who search for their self right so because everybody go through their own journey so that's nice true okay and so um always in the podcast as far as the episode with a motivational moment Mm -hmm. it's either a quote a bible verse anything you know just keep people motivated and continue to do what they want to do or get started to doing what they want to do and so i definitely it's for poetry you know it says poetry comes from the highest happiness or the deepest sorrow. Mm-hmm. The person I don't know who he is. You may know APJ Abdul Kalan. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I, I, the motivational moments always pertain to this particular episode. Okay. So I really feel like this one really does, right. especially what you just stated. Right. Know, that poetry. Right, which is worse hand to hand, y'all. It's crazy. Like every time lately since I've been doing these motivational moments, it's always goes back to what we've been discussing so for me when i hear people's poetry like my sorority sister at tsu when i first heard her i didn't know that she went through that but with this quote i understand how she puts all her sorrows all her love all her passion into her poetry because that's how people release it mm-hmm. and so i like this quote because as i've been going and looking at different um, what is it called? Unspoken word. Mm-hmm. Different, you know. Uh, what am I trying to say? Different events, things of that nature. I have noticed that people really put it all in there. That's how they release, and that's how they vent. Mm-hmm. So I really like that particular quote. And what do you think about it? I think that quote fits hand in hand because mm-hmm. people write. Well, we write, we write how we feel. Mm-hmm. So if we're happy as hell, we'll write about something happy. Right. If we're sad, we'll write about something sad. But I'll also tell you this, as poets, we don't read everything we write. Mm-hmm. We keep that to ourselves sometimes. Okay. Because uh, sometimes, as poets and performers, we don't want the crowd to go that dark. Okay. Because I know, like, we process, thing a diff- we process things a different way. Right. And sometimes we have to go through our dark times mm-hmm. to be... Um, better in the times when we're not in the dark times nice. so that's deep that's deep Becky okay 
I'm always deep. <laughs> All right, so this wraps it up. I want to thank you so much. You actually read a poem that nobody has heard of, so this makes it exclusive. On the What's Good podcast. On the What's Good podcast. This is episode number nine. Brianna Giovanni, you got your girl Becky the Poet. Yay, yay. Don't forget y'all to keep updates. Continue to listen every Monday. We're going to continue to keep these episodes flowing. And I appreciate you all, guys and gals. Thank you so much and have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.